The Torah Podcast with Michael Brooks. Here we go. This is the Torah Podcast. Safer by Midbar. Parshas by Midbar. The Safer that Reb Shloyme Volba Zecher Tzadik V'Kadosh Livrocha comments about. Se'u. It is the book of raising up, the book of understanding our potential and what we can accomplish in life. The Torah spends 33 psukim in this week's Torah portion, the third aliyah to be exact, about flags, the degullim, how every single shavit, every single tribe had a certain icon on their flag. The idea of flags being a thing, the, uh, the red, white, and blue in the 50, I think it's stars and stripes, yeah, was it Betsy Ross, I think, made it, all, all those ideas are from this week's Parsha. The idea that people can rally around an item is from this week's Parsha. The idea that an item or animal on a flag can represent what you stand for. That's from this week's Parsha. Rabbi Yerucham wants to know. Seems a bit excessive. It seems a bit much. 33 Pesukim to depict an icon, something that we try to portray, something that... I mean, in a safer that every letter, every verse is so important. Here we have seemingly superfluous, excessive verses about the flags, the Degullim. Secondly, there's this long arichos about how we traveled, about the exact setup and formation of how Israel encamped and then left, and then first they would blow the shofar, and then Yehuda would go first, and then in the middle were the Levim, and they would protect. Seems... And then lastly, an unbelievable Peladik Gemara. The Gemara in Erech Adafiyot Abayz, perhaps you're familiar with it, Ahmed Aleph says that if a Levi who was a gatekeeper, he was holding a post where he was the bouncer in the Beis HaMikdash in the Mishkan, if he wanted to switch and become part of the choir that day, he was feeling like someone who wanted to sing, or if there was a singer part of the choir, he wanted to become, well, he wanted to hit the weight room and become a bouncer for the Beis HaMikdash. What's the halach if they switch jobs? Chayiv Misa. Liable to death. Huh? Why is the Torah so exacting about these things? Rabbi Yerucham comments, perhaps one of his most famous, iconic, and classic Torah insights in this week's parsha. He says that he studied in Kelm. Kelm was a city, a place, more specifically, a boutique yeshiva called the Talmud Torah of Kelm, where the great Rabbi Simcha Zisel Ziv would teach his students hours on end, eight hours per Seder to be exact, and that was just the beginning, insights of the Torah, but in a way that was so penetrating, deep, inspiring, and real that the Gedolim, the people that came from this yeshiva, each became a bastion and inspiring light to the nations by themselves. From that Talmudire of Kelm, it basically, if we would see that yearbook, there would be some heavy hitters, there would be some Hall of Famers. One of the most important ideas that they would teach there is the idea of Seder, the idea of organization, the idea of having things being just so. But not in the way that some of us have nowadays, where we need things to be exacting in a way that isn't healthy. Not in just a way of, did you make your bed in the morning? No, not that way. But in a way that the world is so exacting that inside 
Molecules are atoms, and inside atoms there are protons and neutrons circling around in a nucleus, and there's probably even things inside of those nucleuses and things that we'll probably discover, but all working in such an exacting way. We know that the sun is perfectly distance away from us, an inch closer, and we'd burn an inch further when we'd freeze. The world runs on Seder, on exact exactness. They would teach in Kelm that we have to kind of get in line with this. To learn at set times, to daven at set times, to hold oneself and walk in a way that he's in order. They say of the altar of Kelm that he would put his hat on in the morning on the exact right spot. We can just say it like a yarmulke today. And it would never slip to the left or to the right. Unlike me and maybe some other young yeshiva bachrim that when their yarmulke falls off every five minutes and they need to readjust it, no, no. He would put it on and he would never leave from its position. There was a certain way that one carried himself. They said that Rabbi Yeruchim, he says that he inherited the altar of Kelm's jacket that he wore for 30 years and it looked like brand new. The idea Rabbi Yeruchim says that he learned was that every looking, every way that a person would stand, look, talk, walk, and feel, it always had to be with a cheshben. Life's important and therefore we carry ourselves with a certain seriousness, a certain organized life. They say that the Simchas Yisrael Ziv, the altar of Kelm, when he came to visit his son in yeshiva, he walked in, he saw his son learning, and instead of going up to him, he went up to his room, saw that his bed was made, his shoes were tucked in, his books were in order, and he left. Because when everything's in order, it shows a mind that's in order. The altar of Slabotka, not to be confused with the altar of Kelm, taught that a wrinkled jacket shows a wrinkled mind. A button that's falling off of your jacket, you weren't allowed into the yeshiva. The altar of Kelm with a beautiful parable and mushal says that you have beautiful, expensive diamond jewels on a bracelet. But what holds all of these milos? What holds all of your potential and previous successes and pros in your life? What holds all those together? That strand, that string in the middle. Seder, organization, being an ish misudder is that string in the middle. It's a necessity. You want to guarantee success in your life? Find the things that you're doing well. Organize them. Make sure that you do them consistently, without fail, at the right time and in the right way. When walking in the street, try to hold oneself in a way that you don't just look left, look right, any sound that you hear. Rather, walk with a certain regalness, a certain sensitivity that I'm a human being. I think things. I can talk and act like someone who understands what one's potential is. That's what we learn from the Degullim, the flags. The exact way that Klal Yisrael traveled, it had to be exact. There had to be that when a person moves, when a person would go, of course you would travel in a way, especially with Hashem's house, of course you would travel in a way that was perfect. The flags had to be just so. If you decide just to switch jobs that day, 
you're blowing off all of Seder and all of your beautiful jewels come tumbling down to the ground. A call to action. If we can organize and perfect in a certain way how we do things, the timing that we do things, finding those little cracks in our day and setting them up as a Seder, five minutes, organizing our life in this way, it will make sure that our precious jewels don't go tumbling to the ground. Mm.